sack, but like look at how there's so much shit on my desk right God, now. God, that is filthy. Yeah, look uh, at the drugs. What? Look at the pills, brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's off his meds. For my cough. Wow. Wait a minute. Focus. And then it's like, why is it so bright? That is yeah, so like you have to move it back. <laughs> if I... No, Logan. Nice. Yeah. So, so someone's posted this picture on my story, put like a weird filter on it, and then put like tough in like. Black. <laughs> no, I think you look good. I think you look good with ink. I think you should. Uh, I think you should get a permanent. Uh, well, I, I am getting a tattoo. Yeah, sure. I'm yeah, I was gonna get it with my siblings. They got. Uh, we're getting a V, or they already got it, but my mom wouldn't let me get it until like I had done a year in college, or she just wanted me to wait a year. And so why they a V? Uh, five people in our family. Mm. And so my sister has it right here, and my brother has it like under his arm here. So I gotta and figure. Where are you gonna get it? You just gonna be just down your face, on your nose. <laughs> uh, getting a little little cock tat. Just like put it right yeah. on the penis. <laughs> yeah, run that laser over. My... <laughs> I want you to laser my dick. Who's coming? Who else is coming? I think it might just be us three because Alexa can't make it, and I doubt. Well, who that. knows about so, Ethan? Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners out there, next week, Patrick. So, folks don't know. Last on Excelsior, we're including us having casual conversation podcasts. How much we casual conversation is the podcast about? Yeah, we're so casual. We don't get we don't get spirited at all on this podcast. (laughs) Too casual. So my shirt is not. Okay, I don't need you, Logan. (laughs) Nobody asked you to hang up your shirt right now. I'm in the middle of saying a thing. You can go do whatever. For those who don't know, <laughs> for those who don't know, Excelsior used to be in a very strong financial situation. And by that, I mean we had infinite money. That is not an exaggeration. And since leaving our... Donor. Our, our donors, our former producers, we no longer have anywhere near that level of financial stability. And in terms of money, we have no money. Right, in terms yeah. of money, we have no money. And so Patrick calls me while I'm at work, and he says, Jordan, I have a great idea for an Excel show episode. I called him, by the way, the moment I got out of class, because I, th- I, was, I was in my Jewish Patrick? linguistics class. I was <laughs> losing my mind. <laughs> you weren't paying attention? Are you, are you paying Patrick, it's because I already know everything about Jewish linguistics. Interesting. Uh, okay. um, and I was sitting there, and I was thinking, this is a really good idea. <laughs> so Patrick calls me, and Patrick sounds as excited as, like, a bunny rabbit on crack cocaine. And he calls me. He's like, Jordan, Jordan, I have a great idea for Excelsior. I'm like, all right, like, let's go. And just with the Patrick's last idea for an Excelsior episode was Interstates. So that is not is, true. So I made the idea really for the finale. So I the have the idea. So the, the finale was my high. idea. <laughs> no, no, no. Finale was a joint effort. Interstates that is not true. Interstates not, was no, no. You're lying. Yes. <laughs> no, you're lying. I remember. I we got that FaceTime up with the finale. What did we do? Before, what did you do before you had Patrick? I literally came up with the finale. We worked together on the list for the finale, but it was my idea. Maybe. But your last, the true last idea was Interstates. Um, (laughs) Anyways. And so, so Bar is really hot. So I have to call him he's like, all right. So I have to call him he goes, all right, Jordan, you're John Excelsior, CEO of Excelsior. And Excelsior has fallen on hard financial tops. So what yep. we're going to do is, is Patrick, Logan, Alexa, Ethan are all going to make 
idea presentations on ideas for how to improve Excel Store's financial situation. Ethan might be protesting this, but yes. Yeah, Ethan does not understand the idea, even though it's I, a I very simple yeah. idea. Ethan is a little bit lost. <laughs> Which doesn't make much sense to me. Um, it's a very simple idea. But anyways, they're all going to make presentations about how to improve Excel Store's financial situation. And I... As John Excelsior, CEO of Excelsior, will Shark Tank these ideas. And I'm very excited for this because of the four people presenting, three of them understand the idea and have the capability to make a very funny idea. Um, and then there's Ethan. Ethan. <laughs> and then there's Ethan. But, <laughs> but Alexa, Logan, and Patrick can do a good job of this. So, we're, Logan, we're going to do it next week. So just, like, have the presentation for next week. If I can get mine done by next week. There is no way it takes you <laughs> if more I, than... <laughs> if I can get mine done. Financial analysis? Are you looking at, like, the intrinsic value of Excel? <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll give you... Story. No, I'll give you the teaser that I gave to Jordan. I'll give... Because I don't want to reveal much about my presentation. Um, yeah. I said, just as a tease, my pitch covers topics from ventilator manufacturing to Phase Clan to Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. I'll, the other thing, the other thing we can say, which what Patrick told me, is that in his presentation, he discusses every single person who has ever been on the podcast. Really, in some way, shape, or form, has a role in his five-step plan, including that one sophomore kid who came that one time. That's why yep. I asked, and Patrick said yes. Sure. Well, Nick, there yes. are in fact multiple sophomore kids <laughs> that came one time. <laughs> <laughs> they are all. There's also. No. Uh, by the way, okay. because I listened to the start of every single Excelsior episode, so now I've learned about many people that I didn't know were on the podcast, including <laughs> Jordan's random friend Jackson that was on yeah, the that was holiday that special. Was yeah, I yeah, that. that was a great wow. Jackson. <laughs> Wait, yes. I've never listened to the holiday special, by the way, because I refuse to until no, because we need to remake it with Logan and Dude, that is such a so that we can put Guardians two at the bottom of the list. No, Guardians we are not the list. Guardians one higher. Yes, obviously, but it's such a bad idea to completely remake the holiday special. Why? I still think I think it's a, it's going to be such a different list. You I need to remake it. Do the holiday special because I haven't seen most of Phase Four. We'll just watch it before December. I, I mean, those are a couple. No, those are just a couple things on the list. Yeah, Phase Four, like tier, like below. Phase Four is just it is the bottom tier. Um, I think we should do though because I'm having a bunch of well, all of Excelsior over for for Friendsgiving, and then lo and then some people like on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you can like whatever. I think we should do a Thanksgiving episode because we can put you, Alexei. You and Alexa. What, just us, like, eating? No, no, no. We'll come with a topic, but we should do a Thanksgiving episode. Because we'll all of us in person, and then Logan and Alexa can be on Riverside. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. I think we should do it. That's a good idea. Uh, guys, welcome back to Excelsior Unlimited. Today, I am joined by Patrick Steinbaugh. As always. As always. And uh, Logan Drakus. 
just uh, by the way, the as always is like finally applicable. Oh, and I guess you. Oh, and here's Ethan, ten minutes in, and but right on time for the intro. We actually just started. <laughs> we literally just said the intro. We actually haven't started. Good to be back. But anyway, the, that glad to be back. When I was listening to all of the old intros for Excelsior. I was like, he keeps saying, as always, I am joined by, and it's different people every week. That <laughs> no, is no, weird, I, no, I never thought of it. No, I used to say, no, I used to say, uh, I, I said the as always for me, but the people, I didn't say as always for the people. Yeah, yeah some weeks. As always, I'm your Jordan Watson. Yeah. That's what you said. I don't think I said, like, as always, I'm joined by, like, this set of people, when this set of people was never constant, but now it is. Yeah, low-key, now it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking about okay. today, guys? So, we're doing a variety of episodes. Rick and Morty Part 3? Just talk- no, no. Well, we could do Rick and Morty Part 3. But we actually could. Nah, you guys don't watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, you, you guys can. Yeah, I don't watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, Patrick Glass and Rick and Morty. I mean, we can, like, touch on it briefly. No, um, uh, it deserves its own episode. Well, Okay, so we'll do Rick and Morty Part 3, which will be the only Rick and Morty episode uploaded on Excelsior Unlimited. Um, because Part 1 and Part 2... Yeah, well, I can, I can screw it. Uh, yeah, we're going to do a variety episode today. So, the problem is, is Patrick and I have a set of topics that Patrick and I could discuss ad nauseum. What is that noise? It's just Ethan's. Can everybody yeah. put on? Can everybody Ethan, put on can you? Do you have AirPods okay. or something? I lost my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> you broke your computer. You I need to go to Best Buy. Actually, that's why I'm on my phone right now. Can you put on echo cancellation on Riverside? Echo cancellation? Am I echoing? Yeah. Well, no, no. But if all of us, I think if all of us put it on, then we should be good. Patrick, you too. Where's the? I'm struggling right now. I can go on my computer, but it's not mine. Oh yeah, go or just go on your computer. I don't because I can because this is the, maybe the worst audio quality. Hey, you can't change echo cancellation while recording. Ah, uh, that's unfortunate. All right, let's keep in mind that we do have lives and we don't exist only in Excelsior. And I would like to take a nap. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Those those are not equating statements of we have lives. I'd right, like right, to do right. something and then it's take a nap. <laughs> right. I'm a little you, you, sleepy, guys. Guys, I'm a little. I want to, listen, Logan. I have COVID. If I could be here, you have COVID. Yeah, that's why I called you earlier. I have COVID. Dude, we we gotta. We can't do the podcast. Can you put a mask on? Yeah, put a mask on. How did you get yeah, COVID? Get what, what did you do Bro, that? Dude, what what time were you outside interacting with other people? Well, you I went to a black tie event. I did go to a black tie event Friday night. As CEO John Excelsior. Yeah, I actually that was my name. That is the stupidest John idea for a podcast, by the way. I'm not participating. No, I, no, I, I, no. I don't even like I don't, understand I'm, your adversity. Stupidest <laughs> idea for a podcast ever. Worst in states. I will not participate. What are okay. you talking about? Like, it's like you don't have to be here, but it's a great idea. It's not a great idea. Okay, I'm gonna mute okay. Ethan while I talk so that we don't have the weird echoing thing. But I'm gonna unmute him every time I finish talking. So I think that's the only way to do this. Um, so yeah, we have. Where's Logan? Logan's drifting in and out. <laughs> All right, Patrick, do you want to start talking? Because we are already 15 minutes into this podcast, so we have not actually started any of the topics we have. I'm, I want to make you, I want to make you tell the story first. Okay, you. We're starting this podcast with some retribution for me. 
<laughs> All right. So, as many of you know, on the last episode, Logan was voted best gamer. <laughs> Logan maybe should not be best gamer. Because I have played, I have played now two weeks of Overwatch and COD with Patrick. And when I say two weeks, I mean, I think probably every night Patrick and I have played either Overwatch or COD. And I'll, I'll save COD for later. I'll just stick with that. Ethan, wait. Not every night. Not every. Most, most nights, most nights. But let me just like explain to you what happened with Overwatch and Patrick. So first off, Patrick is very good at Overwatch. Like, like. Okay, Ethan's gone. Patrick is very good at Overwatch. Like, most of the games that we won, we won because of Patrick. And despite whatever I was doing. Right? I want to put that out there. But the second thing is that one night, it was like a week ago, at the end of the night, I'm like, alright, Patrick, I want a 1v1. With the stipulation that Patrick could only be a support. Okay? Flows don't know, and Overwatch, you have three classes, tank, DPS, support, and winning as a support against either of the other classes should be impossible. Like, it should be a nearly impossible fight. No, I actually disagree with that statement very heavily. You Wait, suck. am I better now? In a 1v1? Yes. <laughs> In a 1v1, it should be nearly impossible for a support to be a tank or a DPS. I think that's true. Depends on the support. Depends on the support. That, depends, depends on, depends on, support. on because, because he made me, because no, I started out, no, hold on. Clearly, you're telling this poorly. I started out on Batiste, who is one of the better damaging supports. Right, right. It wasn't after, close. And, he did maybe right. he did maybe twenty damage to me total at, yeah. over the course of like ten one v ones. So I was right. like, all right, I'll switch off Batiste. I'll play Mercy. Okay. <laughs> And when I tell you, this guy played, this guy played probably four played or five of the tanks. Diva, Ryan, a whole bunch and, of tanks. And I beat him in a Mercy 1v1 at least three times on each of those tanks. Guys, I'm not Patrick lying. Beat, guys, Patrick beat me 25 times. Can I, can I, I, can I say something? I would like to. No, it wasn't. I beat you twenty-five times. It was. It took you twenty-five minutes. Oh, can that's I... right. That's right. <laughs> I probably beat you fifty. That's right. Times. That's right. Can I? Can I, can I say something? But... Sounds yeah. like Jordan's. Yeah. I was gonna say uh, Logan actually uh, is bringing up a, a good point. I think. I think there's something that we should actually be discussing, which is not who is the best game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not necessarily swaying me in this discussion. It may. It may be correct or not. I'm not. I'm not debating that. I just want to state that um, Jordan. That might not be as much about Patrick as it is about your quality of gaming. No, 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 no. Because what I want to say, no, no, no. Because this is not becoming, no, this is not becoming, no, no. This is not becoming, this is not becoming that Ethan is not the worst gamer. Because at least in the time, no. I don't even physically understand. No, 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 no. I think I would be you too. No, because at least in the time that I played Overwatch. No, Ethan, 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 Ethan. I need you to understand it was. It is entirely a Patrick thing because at least in games, I am still providing some level of contribution. It wasn't even. It wasn't until I went Lucio and he went Farah, and I still killed him three times on Lucio against Farah. Yeah. It wasn't until the fourth time that he killed me. Yeah. So I just even. I, I think if you, I just want to put that out there. Okay, so that was okay. that was my little retribution story. Just to yeah, just so, to make it known so Patrick, my best gamer. as soon as somebody on this podcast actually played a game with me, they changed their opinion. 
Yeah, that was brutal. Um, it was not one of my prouder moments, but it did in fact happen, and it is worth uh, saying. Speaking Okay. I just took three different cold medicines. Like, I just took all three of these, and I'm not sure if you're supposed to take them together. <laughs> Logan's gonna die. Dude, Logan might die on the podcast. Dude, Are you also all right, sick? So let's get into the topics. Dude, dude, when I get, like, wait, wait. What can we talk about in this podcast again? Anything? Why don't you talk about it, and we'll, Jordan, go, yeah, go ahead. we'll decide go in the ahead. editing room. <laughs> right, right. Gabapentin, which is, like... Aggressive anti-seizure medication, but I don't get seizures. It's for my legs. Um, sure. That shit, like, you can mix that shit with some crazy fucking stuff, and you just get <laughs> fucked up sometimes. Like, <laughs> right? like, if you, like, take it and then, like, start drinking or, like, take it and start, like, getting high, like, like it literally, like, the head, the, like, the nausea, like, crazy shit. Like, I have to, like, stagger it out because, like, it literally messes with the fucking head. Sorry, that, that, sorry, I don't know if that was really... Yeah, I mean, you would probably expect that of anti-seizure Yeah, right, right, any strong medication. Um, okay. Are you not even supposed to mix Advil in drinking? Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to drink when you're on any medication. It's not like a damaging thing, it's more just like, it, it like gives you nausea on its own, and so when you mix it with other substances, it like fucks with your head. Yeah. Nice. Okay, let's get into these topics, um, because we have a, a bunch, and we are now 20 minutes into the podcast, and we have not discussed any of them. So, I think we should start with the DC film news, that's something that we can all talk about, right? Uh, obviously, Henry Cavill's back as Superman, James Gunn is taking over DC Studios, Black Adam did okay, um, and what else is happening? I mean, those are the big stuff. Um, there was, all, um... Like, I think it's all there sick. Was something else. Like I, like I think James Gunn's gonna do a really good job. He's made the best DC projects so far. Oh, Patty Jenkins is working on Wonder Woman three. Also. Oh, I didn't even know that. James Gunn. Like, she's about to deliver the script for Wonder Woman three. Okay. Wait, Logan, what'd you say? You said you know, James Gunn's like most famous stuff again. Like, well, what's well, the so, I mean, well, James, James Gunn. Gunn did he did Guardians. both Guardians movies and he did the Suicide Squad and yeah. Peacemaker. And Peacemaker was fantastic. Um, I so I like that a lot. Though. Yeah, I'm really excited to have him as, as head of DC. Uh, he's also good friends with, like, Zack Snyder, and so it opens the door, at least, for potentially the Snyderverse being a thing, or at least going back to those characters in some way. Um, I mean, Zack, like, Snyder did put out the thing where he's, like, he's excited to work with Henry Cavill as Superman again. So he all but yeah. confirmed that, like, he will do either Man of Steel 2 or something else involving Superman. Um, and or I just, think it's like... Yeah. Yeah, I think overall, like, it's it's every bit of news we've gotten from DC in the past two weeks has been putting it in the right direction. After the slew of shit that went down this summer with Ezra Miller and canceling Batgirl and just everything that went wrong uh, with so many Ezra topics. Miller. <laughs> Ezra, who, by the way... Funniest topic Somehow ever. has still not been booted off The Flash and went back for reshoots. Uh, very recently, which I think is crazy. I don't understand how he can still be up. They can still I'm be up. excited about James Gunn. Really? Uh, really? I DC's success. Um, like if I think about DC projects that I actually liked, I never watched Black Adam. Um, I couldn't. I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, me neither. The Rock is a superhero. Um, red flags. The hierarchy of power. <laughs> the hierarchy of power in the DC yeah, universe um, is about to change. DC projects that I really liked. Um, most of them are the ones that, like, like 
Batman and Joker, which are like not DCEU products, but like are films that like are more serious, I think. And I think that's where they strive some success. I like Shazam. I thought Shazam was pretty But um like beside that, like I don't think making the like, movies like more comical and like more James Gunny is necessarily the direction that DC DC should be going. I personally on the whole like they should just like break like focus less on the EU part of it. Like yeah. reset, like really have like foundations in like independent films. Um I just don't think they have had that much success with like the comedic stuff. I also like don't think that like I think Guardians One was really good, but then I didn't. Guardians Two was not. I, no, I two think was terrible. We've discussed this on this podcast a million times. Um, and then I don't think Peacemaker was like crazy. I just don't know if I like James Gunn's style for the DCEU necessarily. Can I can I address this because I think that that's definitely an interesting take, and I wouldn't want James Gunn running like everything i certainly don't want us to return to every dc film being yeah. a dceu film um yeah if it's under james gunn's style but you you mentioned this briefly but i mean we're still getting the batman 2 we're getting joker 2 and i think if those aren't the only examples if james gunn allows for there to be stuff outside of possibly his creative control which I think there is a possibility of that. I mean, he's not a guy with a track record of an ego. The talent that he works with really likes to work with him. You um, don't know that. I think like you don't know. What? The I talent? Know, but what, no, what a of, lot of people have said that. No, they love it. And we also know that Matt Reeves has the first look deal with Warner Brothers. Like, there's no mystery around what's going to go on with, with Pattinson's Batman universe. Like, it's still, it's definitely going to continue. Right, you don't you don't sign a first look deal if you have doubts about the future of the franchise. But I like, think overall, but, I agree. But, I agree that like the like DC itself can't become James Gunn's like pet project, right? It's sort of like how like like Taika Waititi has to be reined in in Marvel. But I think James Gunn is a he is a good enough creative mind, and he knows enough like as a comic book creator. Where I think he, I think just having him in a leadership role where he can find other really smart, really talented creative minds to lead various DC projects while keeping certain stuff in the like darker, more like Matt Reeves, Todd Phillips style, that can work. Like, I think, I think he has the wherewithal to do that. Um, but I, I, mean, I agree. I don't want every project to be James Gunn, but if he works on some here and there, and he's more just like the Kevin. Like Kevin Feige does not make Marvel films, right? Kevin Feige finds people Kevin who Feige, are really talented. The thing about Kevin Feige is that he's always, or not always, because recently I've not been watching Marvel stuff, but like has always been able to shape the like plan of the MCU better. And I just don't know. And this is not. Maybe it's just more. Just like I don't know stuff, and I, I don't want to assume the worst necessarily. It's just like, like, what is the what is the future of? DC and movies. What is it? Is it like? I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Is it like Batman? Like it is. Like is Robert? Like is that going to always be like a solo movie? Are they going to try and rope it into the rest of the DCU? Like what happens with uh, whatever his name? Who, who played Batman? Like 
in like Batman versus Superman. Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Like I one know of the major actors of our generation. No, 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 no. I just I forgot. Yeah, no, no, I know. Okay. But like, if Henry Cavill's coming back, then like, what does that mean? Like, is is Ben? Because I thought he wasn't. But like, how are they gonna play? I just feel like. I don't feel confident at all. And, like, I had the same problem with the MC recently. But, like, I just – I think there's something about being able to plan these things better that, like, the great shows and great movie series do way better. Like, it's my problem with Star Wars recently. It was my problem with the MCU recently. It's always been my problem with DC comments. And then you look at, like, a show like Rick and Morty, for example, who, like – have basically been dropping, like, central finite curve stuff from, like, season one. And, like, maybe they didn't actually completely know where it was going. But, like, for the most part, it feels like some of these shows, like, kind of have a plan. And I think it's, like, I, I just don't have faith that DC or really any of these, like, big cinematic universes are kind of straying away from it. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. I would say that DC benefits in this regard for me not really caring about yeah. like their larger plan and only only going to watch the movies that I want to watch. But yeah, but no, but, I'm, but, but I what does no see. wait? What does excite me about the the James Gunn pickup in particular is I think he's a really great pick for the stories that aren't about Batman and Superman. Yeah. Because when you look at what James Gunn is so acclaimed for, why people love his movies, like what he did with Guardians 1, what he did with um, The Suicide Squad, what he did with like Scooby-Doo, is that he takes these sets of oddball characters and he just adds so much heart to them. Yeah. And... I think like having him as a creative director allows DC to make successful movies outside of just the the big name characters and all that, and that that is what I'm more interested in because DC has a vast horde of I got, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I look, I look, I will go see the Batman two. I'll see Joker two, and I think those universes will remain. But I think Patrick's right. Like, irregardless of whatever happens with Henry Cavill as Superman and, and Wonder Woman and, and Batman and like the mainstay heroes, like there's so much else in DC that can now be brought to the fore. There's rumors that like. Glenn Powell might be playing Booster Gold, right? Who's like a no-name character from the comics, but who could be really cool uh, on screen, right? And you, we could see, like, I have no idea what's going on with this Blue Beetle movie, but like that could be super cool. There's so many characters in the comics that have never been on screen before um, and that could be done really well by someone like, like James Gunn. And then you still have, like, the gritty Robert Pattinson as, as, as Batman and, you know, Joaquin Phoenix as Joker um, that, like, people like us kind of intend to enjoy more. I just, um, no, it's not even that. So I, I think it works. Or, like, the team-up idea. I just don't know how many, like, can you have that guy be your, like, like lead? Yeah, your, like, it is. That they're taking a punt on having James Gunn. Because yeah. also, he's a director. He's not, like... Yeah, no, and so you, we're gonna have to see how it plays out. It's just yeah. well, you saw Kevin Feige. You saw Kevin Feige was they DC asked Kevin Feige to join, and Feige was like, "Fuck no." Well, yeah, I mean, Feige. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> it's just like how many times? Like, I love Suicide Squad. I love the first Guardians. I actually like the second Guardians a little bit more than probably like Logan. I understand the flaws though. I've been convinced to like it less. Um, 
I just like don't know, and I, I actually agree with your point that like for smaller level superheroes, like making the Guardians a big name is something hard to do. Like Marvel took a shot with making the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they didn't just like make amazing characters, but they built a whole like universe out of it. Like they expanded the MCU and did like it's super pivotal. We've talked about this like a million times, but like I I respect that, and I think James Gunn can do a good job with that. But it's like, can James Gunn like lead a superhero yeah. movie? Or like, yeah, can, can he also do the big stuff? Yeah, yeah. Can he also like plan out a universe? Because everything James Gunn has done had been solo projects. Yeah, like but they're they, one and they, done. They're in universe building now. No, 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 no. They're really good. But like Kevin Feige pl- has planned out like 15 years of Marvel, right? Now, as we're seeing, most of it is not very good, but there was a plan. Okay, I'm not. Most of it is it's is no, most good. of Phase Four. No, the most recent of phase stuff four. is right. As I'm saying, is, is watch some of the content. Most of Phase Four is not very good, but Werewolf by Night is fantastic, and I'll die on I'm that. Not watching you it. I'm not you all need to go see Werewolf by Night. It's so good. I don't care. I don't it's care. It's so. It is such a good project. The only MCU um, yeah. content I think I'm going to watch is Loki. Two. And that's Are you not going to watch? not going to watch Black Panther, dude. Ant Man three looks fantastic. Oh my god! Speaking of, have you all heard Wagoner's stupid fucking theory about Kang in no, the MCU? Right. No, I need this right now. We're not doing this right now. I, I, I dude. No, I know how the MCU is going to unfold, and Jordan is the only. No, one. You it know. Is, <laughs> no, 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 no. You need. I'm aware. You need to hear. You need. Because I make calls a lot, and then people are like, "Oh, you didn't actually make that call, like whatever." Like, you, like even though I'm no, dude. Own... And then like you need to hear. No, you no, need no, no, to no. hear. We'll go over this later. This is not for this episode. They're not ready for it. It's the stupidest theory I've ever heard. Not in in, no, in anything. He's not smart enough to understand. I understand the theory. You've explained it to me. No, it's terrible. Well, we'll do it another. Time um, when we talk about. But that. yeah, with, with DC, with James Gunn stuff, like I'm excited. I like James Gunn. I'm a little nervous too. Because, like, I also didn't love the Suicide Squad as much as everybody else did. I thought it was, like, oh, I thought it was, like, okay. And I thought I, like, it was good. I didn't think it was amazing. Yeah, people, but people give, like, a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I was, like, no, it's, like, a 7. Well, Rotten Tomatoes is bullshit. No, I would give it, like, an like, Call it bullshit. Like, I know it's not. Adding yeah. 100%. Let's go. <laughs> Adding to 2... Bro, I've watched Paddington 2. I watched it in a class, and I was so excited because people had been saying for a year, and I knew that its Rotten Tomatoes score was through the roof, and I was like, yeah, that was good. (laughs) And I was so disappointed because it was just a good good movie. Paddington 2 is a good movie. I love Hugh Grant, though. I love Hugh Grant. First Paddington was fine. First Paddington was great. All right. It was great. Love. I don't know how the second one was. I don't know if either of them deserved the Rotten Tomatoes scores that they have. But <laughs> no, no, the first one's so good. Yeah, oh, I know. Cool. Like, what, what does it have? It has something like ridiculous. Both of them have like. It's like, a, like a, well, the second one's in a hundred. The second one's in a hundred. I think the first one. No, like it's at like ninety nine right now because one guy didn't like it years after it came out. Yeah. Is Paddington the best sequel ever? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lord of the Rings. I, I don't want to be the one that brings it up because I'm the hater. No, no, the Dark Knight exists. Yes. There we go. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I was just spinning it out there. Paddington got a no. 97% run to it. Yeah, that's like. Let's go. That's deserved. That's entirely deserved. Paddington's an insane movie. It's like. Yeah. It's packed. 
Yes, it's Paddington. Also, it's Cars so 2. Good. Oh my god. Cars 2 is a great sequel. <laughs> Another day. The Godfather Part 2 has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Paddington. That checks out. <laughs> that checks no, out. I think, what is the Dark Knight? I think it might have to be the best sequel ever. The best. No, the Dark Knight's a 94. The Dark Knight's a 94. So it's not. It's uh, I don't, Dark Knight. It's better than... The I think National Treasure 2. better than... <laughs> did did you just put National Treasure? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to slip that in there. Toy Story 2, maybe, though. Toy Story 2, maybe, low-key. No. It might be at like a 98. I think that. Dude, Toy Story 2 is not a good movie. I don't understand why people like it so much. But we've already, we've already done this. Why do you hate everything? No, Toy Story yeah, 2. Yeah, we've literally in depth. <laughs> yeah, coaching on the finale. Did not have um, finale though. That's the problem. That's the only problem with the finale, by the way, is I can't bring up animated movies anymore on this podcast because we've <laughs> talked about all of them <laughs> for four hours. Dude, you know, wait, wait, wait. To, There's nothing new to add. This is just a variety podcast, right? So I can talk yeah. about Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we come up whatever. It's, it, it's an abomination to the list that we don't have Sing 2 on the list. It's a problem. It's almost a big... Wagner, knowing... We also... No, no, no. Knowing what happened with Sing 1, which I need to upload to Social Limited, thank God we didn't have anything else from Sing on that list. Sing 2! Imagine, imagine if after the whole Sing (laughs) altercation, (laughs) we were like, all right, guys, what are we going to do with Sing 2 now? (laughs) Dude, Sing 1. We would have actually broken the computer. (laughs) Listen, for our listeners who have not seen the finale... The Sing debate resulted in a physical fight between everyone on that episode. You have like, to we upload were holding, the finale. I have to upload that. I'm going to do it. I'll do it like this week. Wait, by the After... way, much, I just want to slip this in because I think it's really funny. I fully suplexed my friend yesterday. <laughs> I, like, lifted him up and, like, threw him on the ground over my shoulder. It's not relevant. I just want to put that in. <laughs> I just want to say that's another statistic. Um... Because I don't know how to respond to Logan's thing. But, um, because I did not. Yeah, we can just move on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I dragged Logan's lifeless body out of the ocean one time. But beside that, I, I tend to not see what But, st- out of the ocean or into the ocean? Out of the ocean. Out of the ocean. There is- oh, okay. Um, oh, okay, yeah, no, to the side. Okay, yeah. Sting 2 has a 71% Rotten Tomato and has a 98% audience <laughs> score. <laughs> that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry. That's a feedback loop if I've ever seen one. <laughs> that is a tell your friends to go upvote this on yeah. the tomato deal. <laughs> What's the next thing on the variety? Okay. Do, do we want, can we very briefly, because I don't want to linger on DC forever, uh, yeah. I just want to get everybody's quick thoughts on the. Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman 3. Is anybody excited for that after the no, after no, Wonder Woman no. 2? Because I, I still Woman think I I still really cuz I still think Wonder Woman 1 might be the best DC movie. Wonder Woman 1 and is I the think best Wonder DC. Woman 2 was no. really bad though. Wonder Woman 1 is the best DCEU movie. Wonder Woman 2 was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I think Jordan's right on yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman one is the yeah. It's the best DC movie. outside of outside of the Nolan Batman trilogy. I would have it as the best DC. No, the Batman. I know the, the Batman I know that you guys Joker really like Joker, better. and you think it's better. Than yeah, I've soured on I've soured on the Batman a bit over time. I still like it. I was low on the Batman right after we saw it. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, we, yeah, which I don't understand. Yeah. But remember, we were like talking to your dad about it. We were like, yeah, like 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go yeah, watch yeah. it, but like it's really long. yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, I think the third act kind of falls apart when you yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. But um, but but like Wonder Woman three, I'm legitimately interested Ooh. to see if you can if they can do something to bring back that Wonder Woman franchise because. I, I think there's pros and cons for it, right? The pros are that I don't think you're going to get the same convoluted mess that was Wonder Woman 2 because you're not – there's no way they managed to create a moral dilemma as as, as like, problematic as, as yeah. having Steve Trevor in, inhabit somebody's body. Um, but at That's the true. same time, just storytelling-wise, I don't think you can recapture the same fish-out-of-water Diana um, – dynamic that made the first one so interesting it, like, i don't think you have seeing to do, how humanity works i don't think you even have to do fish out of water because like, like i think that was done so well in wonder woman one that you can now move on from it i think you can just tell that like, you can like like i would look to like captain america winter soldier as like the general structure of what this film should be in that it's just a really really strong wonder woman story that also tackles interesting and like somewhat bigger things, but at its core, it's just yeah, this is a really but, fucking good movie. But and what like, are the it. interesting and bigger things left to do with Wonder Woman outside of the moral like the moral problem she has with mankind? Because that is what the Winter Soldier yeah. does, by the way, is Captain America's yeah, yeah. moral problem well, with mankind. So that's a like. Well, you can't do the same thing in the third movie than the first movie. Then, like, what's the point of the first movie? Well, no, I think you can if you do it right, but I'm saying, do we have the confidence in that after Wonder Woman 2? Look, I mean... This is all I'm going to say. The Rock wasn't enough for me to get off the couch and go watch a movie that I didn't really want to watch. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and say that Wonder Woman three is gonna be an amazing movie, um, plot wise. Okay, I've got it. I will say though, no, go ahead, go. Gal Gadot is probably not out of my really. <laughs> probably. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say any more on that. That's other than really. Okay, listen, listen, listen. By the so, way, has so, anybody, has anybody seen Jungle Cruise? No, I have no desire to <laughs> Jungle Cruise is so funny. <laughs> no, but okay, here, here, here. hear me out, hear me out. So I just looked up Wonder Woman villains, okay? I found this villain, Veronica Kale. Never fucking heard of her in my life. But she sounds really interesting. Um, so her shtick is she like I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase this so it's gonna sound not as good, but Normal human, no powers, but hates Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman um, got all of her powers based on like her birthright. And Veronica Kale is like, Snoopy Jordan. No, no. And Veronica Kale is like, like the fact that she didn't have to. No, work that for that literally is Cheetah, though, right? It's literally the no Cheetah. No Cheetah. It's literally the. <laughs> Okay, I don't know, you could do something with, like, with that, where, like, one woman is, like, has to be faced with, like, the fact that, like, she hasn't actually... I don't fucking know, dude, I don't know, I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. I, like, yeah, I don't I, think... I don't want to <laughs> linger on Wonder Woman 3 for too long. I don't think yeah, it's I, super I, interesting. I think... I'm probably gonna watch it. I love the first movie, so... Hear me out. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. I, I think there's enough there where they can make it work. Like, I... I, 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 I yeah. I, I thought... You can make it work. You can make it work, but I would much rather Patty Jenkins did Rogue Squadron instead of Wonder Woman 3. I, I don't care about Rogue Squadron. I'm not well, because you have no soul and didn't like Rogue Every time you disagree with me, you say that I have no soul. Yes, <laughs> it doesn't because make you sense. have no soul. Who, who else here is excited for Rogue Squadron? 
I would have been because Rogue One. Thank you, because Rogue One was e a great no. Movie. Ethan just raised his hand. To, Ethan's not even going to watch it. He hasn't watched anything Star Wars. <laughs> well, it's not coming out, so none of us are going to watch it. Um, but Rogue I'm One. Not watch any Star Wars content. Is anybody interested in the? Um, assuming it's still possible, which I think he said that it is, and it's just scheduling problems. But the Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy potentially happening someday? No, I am really excited for that if it happens. I will be excited for it depending on how Knives Out Two is. If Knives Out Two is really good, he, and from Ryan... the buzz. Oh, yeah, you go. You can go, you can go. Just quickly to Jordan's thing, the buzz at festivals and stuff from Knives Out Two was that it might be better than Knives Out One. So that I'll be excited for. I, I just need to know, but he's not a one-hit wonder. I, I can't imagine how something could be better than Knives Out One as a mystery. Yeah, but like, that's, that's the buzz. Fantastic. That's what people are you saying. You can't look. What if, are you gonna say? You replicate that. Like you, 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 it's one of those movies where I just don't think a sequel is the way to go. I wouldn't have made a sequel. Just, well, people are loving it, Ethan. No, no, <laughs> yeah, people are loving it. it. Look, I just don't. I can't picture it like a murder mystery. As long as long as Knives Out Two is good and Ryan Johnson makes his trilogy have absolutely nothing to do with the Skywalkers, I think it'll be I'll be excited. No, you got it. But I swear to God, but I swear to God, if the you trailer do not for need Ryan, to have the Skywalkers. No, no, if the trailer for Ryan Johnson's trilogy opens on Tatooine and I see somebody take he's those not gonna do that, bro. The sand, I I'll lose my mind. Bro, he made the Last Jedi. He's not gonna have Tatooine in his in his movie. No, I just. It it just, it just has to have nothing to himself. Like, yeah, 100%. That's my fear. No, I don't think he would do it. I don't think he would do it. Like, I get it's against Ryan. No, I would. That's the thing. No, I agree with Ethan 100%. I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest because it's Disney. It's totally possible. I 100%. No, I can't happens. You get like the piano note where it's like. Right, you know exactly what I'm doing. I just take somebody's hand, take out the lightsaber, and it's like Star Wars, fucking like, like Return of the Skywalkers or some shit. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, that is not what he's he's not doing something like that. Tell me, Patrick, tell me you did not perfectly envision the trailer in your mind. No, I, I can, but you're just do. not considering that it's Ryan Johnson. He's not no, going to return you're not to tell another that Skywalker Disney. story. You're not considering that it's Disney. No, that's the problem. I'm si Jordan, I'm saying he wouldn't do the movie if that's what they were making him do. Fair. Patrick, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. We'll have talked about this on the podcast. Um, because we didn't really start Excelsior. We kind of started this Excelsior like post Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. But me and Caldwell have talked Wait. about how The Last Jedi was one of our favorite Star Wars movies. I love The Last Before Jedi. Or no, I really like The Last Jedi. Before the Rise of Skywalker, I did really like it. Was I like it too. No, it's I. A good movie. I Really I good. see that's this is my thing with Star Wars versus the way that you guys do it, which we just do it differently. I just take each individual film on how much I like it, and that's why I don't like the no, no, Wagner, your no, Wagner, your Star Wars take, your Star Wars take does not. No, no, no. We're not having this discussion. It was because... it was a different director. It was a different yeah. like circumstance. You can't, Ryan, you can't do it. You can't take. Yes, you can. Yes, Ryan you Johnson can. made a great movie. <laughs> by the Rise of Skywalker. 
It seems no, it's, no, it's not. not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. By that logic, you should you you can't watch any Marvel films because you know that like you know what's gonna happen later. It, no, like, that's I so stupid. Because there's a, like, it's, it's all about the stakes, right? Because you're like if they're doing all this stuff and you know that it's gonna result in what happens in Rise of Skywalker, you don't care about the actions of the characters as much. Yeah, no. Yeah, but I still, but they're still good movies. I still enjoy. No, but the. The the problem with Rise of Skywalker. What happened? The problem with Rise of Skywalker is that it's disconnected to the events of the Last Jedi, which is what. Yeah. It doesn't ruin the Last Jedi. No, it it ruins That's the Rise of Skywalker. Work. That's not how movies work. It makes the Rise of Skywalker a worse movie, but it doesn't make every. It does not Hold make on. every. No, it doesn't. Oh my god. No, Ethan, this is so dumb. Makes the Last Jedi ass. No, no, he no, doesn't. That's not how movies work. Ethan, Ethan, if Ethan, make, Ethan, 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 Ethan. No, it's no. not. No, Jordan, it's let not. Jordan, let me. I have an example for this. People okay. love the Aliens movies, I love the right? Movies. Yes. People think that Alien, the franchise, is like one of the most classic franchises of all time. People love Alien. People love Aliens. People hate Aliens three. Yes, thank you. Alien 3 that does, does not, not change make whether Alien or not they Aliens love Alien and Alien. Ethan, Ethan, Alien? Ethan, no, it doesn't. No, That's it's not. Different. No, it's not. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan. Ethan. So you guys can watch, like, Prometheus Ethan. and, like, whatever the new one was. I, I forget. Well, Alien those are prequels, right? Covenant. Alien Covenant's not, but Prometheus. Ethan, Ethan, Prometheus Ethan. Like Alien? Ethan, Alien is one of the best sci-fi and horror movies of all no, time. Aliens is... Oh, no, no, let me finish. Let me finish. Aliens is one of the best sci-fi and action movies of all time. Alien 3 sucked. Prometheus sucked and messed up the story. And Alien... And Alien Covenant sucked and messed up the story. But... But no, no, no. But none of those last three films undermine the first two. They are just bad films, but the first two are really good. Correct. Why do you think Prometheus and Alien Covenant are bad films? Okay, Alien Covenant, except Even for if me, we're I not talking about Prometheus movie. and Alien Covenant, the trilogy yeah. of the original Alien movies... Bad in the same way that Rise of Skywalker is bad is what you're misunderstanding. Ethan, you can't say... It literally no, is no, the same thing no, of undoing no. what the previous yeah. movie did. Yeah, At the exactly. very start. You At the very say, start, it yes. undoes what the previous Thank movie you. did. Thank you. You also can't say, but if a different directorial team... He, he has no response team, Yes, you can't say that. <laughs> he has no response. It's, so is Alien a you bad movie? You know I'm right. Is Alien, is Alien and Aliens oh bad movies? Or is so movie? stupid. <laughs> yes, yes. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> where they're like looking at the Death Star. I can never like the crap. I am not. I am not disagreeing with you. I think the Rise Ethan, of Skywalker Ethan, sucks. That Rise doesn't of make Skywalker the, last Jedi is the bad. worst film ever made. Ethan, Rise of Skywalker is maybe the worst film ever made. It's, it's like that in Pontypool. It's like that in Pontypool, but it doesn't make. Those are the two worst movies of all. <laughs> Those are the two worst movies. <laughs> But it, no, Ethan. Two, it's the Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity. I'm not you reacting. Frozen to that. Two is as bad as Pontypool, Logan. Did we watch the same movie? Worse than Pontypool. Yeah. Logan Holy hasn't Trinity. really watched Frozen Two anyway, so. <laughs> it went over his head. It went over his head. I got it. I got it. There's something to say uh, about how bad the rest. Yes, Rise of Skywalker is one of the worst films ever made, but it does not make the previous films, which Even... were made by different fucking people, <laughs> worse. It's just a really... 
So is Aliens. <laughs> Thank you. It's different than Aliens 3. I can't care. How is it different? No, it's not. Ethan, I have watched it in a while. I just know it's different in Aliens 3. Guys, no, the, I mean, not the guys. The thing everyone isn't considering is the fact that Ethan is right. And yeah, everyone else he's just—he's just not. Thinking. Ethan, this is like this is like when you said no, no. Ethan, this is like when you said that "Shallow" is the best film song because objectively, it's the best song. It's the we're not getting way. into this again. We're not doing this. I'm Next cutting time. it off right there. Ethan doesn't even get to respond. We're not talking yeah. for another twenty minutes about "Shallow." <laughs> um. Okay. So Let's, I guess so I'm the only one excited for Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy if it ever happens. I will be excited for it if Knives Out is good, because I will then have faith it's in It's going to be good. With how good the Ryan Johnson trilogy is going to be. It does. It does because it, because I don't want Ryan Johnson to be a one hit wonder. It's like it's he's not. I, oh my god, a one hit wonder. Have you seen Looper? Have you seen that episode? He did Looper. Wait, Ryan Johnson did Looper. Yes. Oh shit. He's oh, a I very good director. No, Looper's, Looper's fantastic. Out. I didn't even know he did Looper. I, I didn't know who did Looper. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, but yeah, that's not. That's not like I wouldn't even like. Like I think the the problem with. Yeah, go on. I was just gonna say, like, I think The Last Jedi, like, itself is enough for me to, like, not question how good Ryan Johnson could do a Star Wars. And I think the community... Yeah, that's the thing. ...united in... I'll say I'm much more nervous. I'm much more nervous for Taika Waititi's Star Wars project. Taika Waititi? I, I don't even know if I'm going to watch it. I'm just so like that. I, I, I resent Taika Waititi so much after the yeah. four you guys know. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about. Let's go to. Um, I mean, we can touch quickly on the fact that Percy Jackson is that. Well, they're making a new Percy Jackson book, which I'm really excited about because new that Percy was Jackson book, and they're working on the Percy Jackson. Yeah, uh, there's another Percy Jackson book coming out. Yeah. yeah there's a new book that follows it's like it, you know like they did like the two series like the Greek one and then did the one with the Roman kids yeah. the new book is just after the Greek one so like it doesn't like, wait it is Roman. no that, I don't think that's true because the Roman no, one is. is right after the Greek one yeah, no, literally, no, no. I, I literally one like five mean, days after the Greek one ended is when no, the Roman no I know but I don't think this one involves uniting so then I no, no it, it's no, no hold no. on let me explain this it's another Percy Jackson story. It's not like yes. the, the no, camp, not. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. camps and no. all that. It's Percy Jackson and Annabeth. So it's a yeah, continuation. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying chronological. I'm saying I'm, when I when I say it's it's the Greek one. I mean it does not involve any of the shit that goes down. It doesn't involve any of the Roman. Kids. It's just Percy. That was my point. That was it, wasn't the whole point of the books though? Is that like they're literally intertwined now? That's what I was trying to say, Logan. Yeah, but like I don't know. It's Rick Jackson book. So like, dude, but I don't, I'm, gonna I, I'm about to reread both series. In, we, I'm so excited. Yeah, series is if they're like, like they're not really like the whole. They're like, they're continuations. Yeah, continuations. Sure, sure. But you can have another continuation of Percy's story without having yeah. it necessarily need to be like. Gaia coming in with another world-ending threat. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So, Wait, when was the last time a Percy Jackson book dropped? Hasn't it been, like, a while? Well, it's been, like, Percy Jackson book, it's been a really long time, but he, the Trials no, of Apollo books... No, I don't fucking count those books. Yeah. Those are so stupid. Yeah, those ones... No. They were not that great. Yeah, no, the last But, I mean, Percy I am... I'm really excited. The Egyptian books no, are really good. Those are really, good. So those good. Are really dude, good. Dude, I was talking about this with Patrick. I forgot when. The Kane Chronicles are phenomenal. I can't believe that it's only a three-book series. Yeah, yeah those because are there is so, so much room in Egyptian mythology. Yeah, dude. Okay, the last Percy Jackson book 
Take a guess at. Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I just want to make Is that sure. What we're talking about or are we really just talking about the show? We'll cover the show, They're, but well, they they announced the 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 new book, but also like at the same time the TV series for the original books. Um, I think it comes out sometime early next year. So the last Percy Jackson book came out. I would say 2012. Or 2014 is the level of this, which I think is the last one. Yeah, the level of this, yeah. Yeah, it's whatever it is. So it's been eight years since the book. That entire. Do we want to talk about how House of Hades is one of the best books ever? True. Yes, absolutely. Ever. No, it's not a question. Wait, is that the one with Bob? The janitor? Yeah. Is that the one with Yeah, that was so good. It's so. House of Hades is one of the greatest. Yes, no, unequivocally. <laughs> yeah, forget, <laughs> forget the Odyssey. <laughs> right. Hot take, dude. Hot take. Hot take. The Odyssey is is overhyped. The Odyssey is overrated. You can't take a book that old and say it's not overhyped. Yeah, honestly, guys, like Trojan Horse. Bro, Homer bad. fell off with the Aeneid, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the Odyssey Phase Two is just has nothing on Phase One. Um, House of Hades is one of the great. Is a great. <laughs> no, legitimately, I will talk about this because yeah, it's it so keeps good. all of the same charm of Rick Riordan's writing style and his ability to like one. Like they're all mad. So it's, it's the, the one, one where, where Percy. And, it's the one where Percy and Annabeth yeah. are in Tartarus. Remember at the end of Mark of Athena. Annabeth gets thrown into the pit, and then Percy yeah. leaps in after her. Yeah. And, then they, yeah. and it's. It keeps all of his same charms and all of his creative, like, ways of getting out of dangerous situations. But, like, it also just addresses really mature and, yeah, well, it's, like, it's a dark setting for yeah. them to be in. A very hopeless... the entire time. Well, it uh, yeah, a very hopeless like, narrative, but also like yeah. finding hope in a hopeless situation. It's like yeah. I didn't like it when I first read it because I was too young to to understand yeah, it. But when I reread it, I was like, "This is mature what? storytelling." Yeah, no, it's really good. It also is like it's so messed up. Last thing is, it's such a left turn because for the last like nine books in the series, everything's like sort of happy go lucky, like it's campy and fun. Like yeah, except Last Olympian, which is also an amazing. Last yeah, yeah, but but like, but for the majority, it's very like MCU y. And then House of Hades is like the Batman. Also, it just goes I don't really know. dark, and it's really good. But like, I feel like every single book in the Percy Jackson series is better than the last. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hundred percent. How does he do that? Except for maybe I think the Titans Curse is better than um better than I Battle of the Labyrinth. That was literally yeah. that yeah. that's one of my favorite. Loki though, Loki. Mark the ending of the the final battle in Mark of Athena. Like, the ending is amazing, obviously. But the actual... No, 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 no. The actual battle against the Arachnid, I don't love. Really? Like, I, I, I think that's, like, one of the best examples of his his just creative way of thinking for, like, in a way that lines up with each of the characters' ideologies, personalities. Yeah, he always yeah. comes up with a creative way for them to get out of a situation no, that isn't just, no. like, fighting. No, 100%. I, I forgot what it was. Maybe I should reread the book. But I remember not loting Annabeth's fight with... What's the Arachnid's... What's her name? 
I forget. I'm not going to be able Whatever. To the, the big spider <laughs> I remember not loving the fight, but then the ending is incredible. And so I was like... There's some weird Athena stuff going on with, like, the coin and everything, but... Yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah. how weird is it that we have a group here where half of you guys haven't seen or read Harry Potter, but we've all read every Percy Jackson. Because Percy Jackson is better them. than Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. Thank you. Yeah, dude, Percy that is, Jackson is... That is true, but, like, it's Harry not Potter. as... It's it, a genuine take. The only reason why people perceive Harry Potter to be better than Percy Jackson is because Harry Potter was put to film so well, and Percy yeah. Jackson was not. Yeah, also, Harry Potter kind of paved the way for Percy Jackson. No, that's but. 100%. I think, I think at every level, Percy Jackson does Harry Potter better than Harry Potter. Like, not it's at a, every level. Oh, I, I would say. Not at I, every except level, for the but film. I do except think it is better. I do except for the film. being dramatic. Harry Potter Harry Potter is really no, good. Patrick right now. No, Percy Harry- Jackson is so much better. Read the fucking Hold on. Books. I'm not having this talk. I'm not having- <laughs> Hold on. Wait, no. Let's have this talk. No, let's go right now. Anyway. No, not in every I way. So. I I didn't let them say in every way. I do think it is better, but there are like Harry Potter is a great series and a great set of movies too. There are two things Harry Potter does better than Percy Jackson. Better than Percy Jackson. No, no, no. No, no. I'm I don't sorry. know if there I are agree three with things, that. No, there are three things Harry Potter does. I think there's a the lot movies? of, especially when you look at Ethan. Ethan, I have no. I have read enough. There, are, I have read enough. There are three things. Okay. No, no. I, I have read enough. I have read enough. Name the book. Can't talk. Okay. Ready? 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 Um, fucking Sorcerer Stone. Um, I forgot the second one. Okay, so he can't. He can't. <laughs> no, 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 no. The one with the dude with the weird no. face in the back of his head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, right. okay. Prisoner, Prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah, one of the greats. Right, a great book, which I read. I read Prisoner of Azkaban. I forget the fourth one. Order of the Phoenix. And then, um, I, I mean, Deathly Hallows. And I forget. No, you forgot the. Yeah. You've forgotten almost half of the series. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You forgot Half Blood Prince. Oh, Half Blood Prince. Thank you. Thank you. Half Blood. Can I just say the three things and just tell me if you agree? Because if you agree, then they're about. Val- okay, yeah, okay. Tell me if you agree. Okay, okay. I think the villains in Harry Potter are better than the villains in, per- in Percy okay, Jackson. I'm glad that Voldemort is a better villain than anyone in. No, not Voldemort. I was going to say Snape. I think Snape is a better villain than yeah, any villain, villain in Percy Jackson. I think the final battle, like the climax of the series, the final battle at like the end of the books, is done better in um, Harry Potter than in Percy Jackson. You think like, so? Because I, I think Last Olympian is one of the best final battles. No, not Last Olympian. I wasn't too blown away by the final battle, but continue. Yeah, I, I think the final battle of projection is sorry. The final battle of Harry Potter is better than the final battle of Blood of Olympus, um, and I think the films are obviously leagues above the first. Yeah, I mean, it's not other than other than right, not close. Other than those three things, though, I think Percy Jackson is better. Um, I think the like, name the other things. You're just like, all right, those three are Harry Potter. Silly. <laughs> I think no. I think I think the relationships. I think the relationships. I think the relationships are better in. Percy I think the relationships. No, no, no. I think the relationships, emotional beats, um, writing, like on a writing level, humor, humor, and and general like. 
action and like events that happen are all be- and are better and more interesting. Basically, the books are better because the books are better, to summarize. Yes, yes. <laughs> to summarize. I like them more. <laughs> um, I think Percy Jackson's use of like magic and like mythical things it comes to like, yeah. wand combat versus like like Percy Jackson. But I know we're talking about Percy Jackson, but no, no, no. I don't know Percy Jackson. Has anybody ever had these things? No. No. Uh, so I have COVID, this is- and I got these to like no, just listen, just listen. to ease to ease my sore throat. These are some of the best tasting things I've ever had in my life. Like these are fan, and they're cough drops, and they are fantastic. So, Paul's Breezers, yeah, if you yeah, want to sponsor Excelsior, um, there you go. But continue well, that was a nice about, little water break before continuing with the actual topic. Yeah. Thanks to our sponsor, Paul's. <laughs> if only, dude. These are so good. Combat in Percy Jackson is better and more interesting, a little bit personally. And I don't – I think they set it up way better in the books. I mean, we talked about, like, Jenny in the books versus, like, Jenny in the movies. Um, already on this. Jenny, yeah. Um, Jenny, sorry. Um – and I think I think love interest wise, like I love Annabeth and like Percy Jackson and like all the Rome stuff too. I like. I'm just listening very intently. Um, I just I I think um, there's just like maybe 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 I'm I'm being blown away too much by your your takes. I just beside like the combat thing um i just think voldemort i think is a way better villain and unites the stories way more than like like chronos no, and luke yeah, costello luke, and no luke was a good villain but, yeah but I don't luke think is good like, level he's good but i think it's like levels different between like how yeah. snape is used in the books like i just think no snape is better snape is no, like, i wouldn't even like voldemort um, like as a character and how they build around him, how they like build him up, like from starting in the first movies where he's kind of just like a name to like actually like building, climaxing in this final fight. I just think, I think the characters are more thought out and I, even like more, I guess, serious. Maybe I'm biased because of the movie thing, I guess. Maybe, maybe I'm. Yeah, I think that um, I, I actually. I don't even. I said earlier, I do think Percy Jackson is better, but. I don't think I can actually say which I think is better because there are just so many things that are are great uh, in different ways about each of them. Like the way that Harry Potter creates a character like Umbridge, like Percy Jackson doesn't do that with a single character. <laughs> like, no, hundred no, percent. Like, I, I, but like, but there are, but there are equally great things that Percy Jackson does. Like Percy and Annabeth have some of the best dynamics. Like, yeah, I, I've. Yeah. I've read, and yeah. Harry Potter doesn't have. And that I also think I forget the, the Roman um, couple as well. I'm just forgetting all their names. Oh, Jason and Piper. Yeah, I think Jason and Piper, and then how they wrote um, Percy into the Piper like love triangle thing is actually. I yeah. Just, Wait, Percy. Done. I just don't like the like love. No, no, you mean Leo? Leo? Maybe Leo. Not Percy. Leo. I think it was. Yeah, Loki. Loki, the side characters in Percy Jackson. Are so no, good. I, I, like I, I, Leo. Ones are way Dude, Leo, Nico, Grover. Like those aren't side good. characters. Leo is not a side character. Leo is not a side character. That is slander. All right, fine. I guess Leo is not only a main character. He's arguably top three main characters. He's like and, a yeah. very, very good character. 
No, he's a. That's what I'm saying. He's a great character. Yeah. Like, what, what's the uh, okay, alternate main? Okay, then alternate main characters. Whatever. You're a side character. Got him. Okay. All right, I think that ends that. I think we can move on. Now. Yeah. Topic on. Let me move on. Um. So I think it's worth discussing Overwatch Two and Modern Warfare Two, at least for a little bit. Um. Because there are two big game launches, and we've played a lot of them. Well, Patrick and I have. Ethan or Logan, have either of you played I, Overwatch I 2 played or a very minimum, a very low amount. I've watched someone play a little bit. I have neither... I've watched a very small amount of Overwatch 2 gameplay. I have no idea what What is different about watch Overwatch 2? Okay, so, yeah, I'll take this. So let me take this. Because Overwatch, go ahead. I am not only... Not only have I played Overwatch 2 a lot, I am very knowledgeable on every side of the the Overwatch culture and debate. Um, So I put this topic because I can speak a lot about it. Um, When you ask what is different, the... I'm going to talk about this in a, the context of drama and, like, what people are upset about with Overwatch 2, which um, a lot of people... I'll get to the monetization side later, but a lot of people um, seem to be not necessarily upset, but, like, indifferent because it's the same game. Yeah. Which my my question has always been, like... Who wanted Overwatch 2 to be a fundamentally different game? It's be PVE. There's yeah. going to be PVE, all right? That's coming next year. 27, yes. They've said 2023. GTA so. 6 is going to come out before Overwatch they, PVE. They can say out. whatever the fuck they want. Like, the thing is, Overwatch 2, wait, if I could briefly interrupt. Overwatch also, 2. Also, I actually don't know if GTA 6 is going to come out. Let me I interrupt. Yes, yes, because I realized that I have to actually preface that by saying I don't actually know if that's true. I mean, that has to be made very clear. Go ahead. Pardon the interruption, but Overwatch 2 was always the PvE. It was never the PvP. Like, I think like everyone had, who was keeping up with Overwatch 2 news was thinking that it would be a PvE game that had a PvP component. And now since Blizzard is such a shit show, it's turned into this thing where like they are releasing the game two separate times in order to because well one because they haven't made the PvE yet and two because they need to release something. And so they release like what should be a small part of another bigger game as its own game and people are getting upset about it. That's at least my perception. So you can... Yeah, I, I think that's fair, but I also think you... And this is asking too much of people in general, right? But, like, just to understand for a moment what the employees at Blizzard are dealing with and the absolute crisis that that company has gone through. And they've talked in the past about when they were trying to develop Overwatch 2, Bobby Kotick, the former CEO, would like sidetrack them on random Overwatch 1 projects that took months and that he canceled when they were like 75% of the way through. Yeah, um, I remember hearing about that. Yeah, they, they've talked about that sort of stuff before. And I do think it's important to consider like at some point they just had to put something out they had to put this pvp experience out and i think that it is while the core everything core about the game that people did like about overwatch one is the same it would be ignorant and like negligent to claim that the changes that they have made 
are not significant. So this they the switch. Bastion. Yeah, I'm going to list list. Isn't Bastion yeah, back now? They, yeah, Bastion is back and it's ruining my comp games. Um, I love Bastion, but <laughs> the switch from six v six to five v five is the biggest yeah. one. Um, it is so much better. And I say this as somebody who, when they announced 5v5, was like, this is going to be awful. I, I I think this is going to kill Overwatch. It is so much better to the experience of every single player in the lobby. Because the problem with Overwatch for the majority of people is that it's a sensory overload. Yeah. There's so much going on. It is such a fast-paced game, and they can't keep up. And removing a character... Not all like for those players that it was too much like just to take in, it, it just removes a, a a factor from that. It just removes one of the things that they were having to keep track of. For the people that do play Overwatch and understood it and were competitive, um, having two tanks, everybody knew tanks were the most oppressive thing about Overwatch. Whatever tanks were strong decided the entire meta. They decided how the game was played, and they just took over a game when they were really good. Um, and bringing it down to one tank not only makes that one tank more fun, because you don't have to play as like just a secondary cog in another tank's system. Um, you, you're your own full-fledged character and all that. It gives every other character in the game just more breathing room and more ability to do stuff while keeping like the pace of the original game. I don't want to rant... Um, for for too long so 5v5 is better um another major change that they have made is the removal of uh 2cp the assault game mode introducing instead the push game mode um and i want to quickly get everybody's thoughts on what the assault game mode was like in overwatch one before i go on i don't remember that. it i don't remember it at all What'd you say, Logan? It was always just a, a choke point. It would steamroll one way or another. It would never, like, the matches were never balanced on 2CP because it's either, like, they hold the point or they don't. And so that's why, like, payload is always so much better and 2CP was just so much more steamroll heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you, you either got rolls of games or games that would go on for 25-plus minutes no. because neither team, can, neither team can play defense. You just have unlimited rounds and like if you're playing a game that's meant to be 25 plus minutes if you're playing like valorant or cs that are like 40 minute games then that's what you signed up for but that's not what you signed up for when you're playing overwatch you're signing up for faster paced things so the switch to push while some of the maps themselves are questionable you can see on on the good maps in push that the game mode definitely has potential um but that that's the gameplay side I want to talk about the main drama with Overwatch 2, um, which is the monetization. Can I talk about the 5v5 before you... you... Yeah, okay, you can do that before I... I was going to talk about this, because all I've done is played it by myself and watched my friends who have never played Overwatch play it. Um, yeah. And so from that experience, my the most fun I had on Overwatch was when I had six people in my lobby, in my headset like communicating through the chaos and like just coordinating on a level that was so fun. 
Like it was when it was like even not and it wasn't like necessarily competitive matches. Like we would do rank stuff, but like it was generally low because like I was in it. But like, um, but like the like some of the most fun I have was like I forget which map it is, but like when you like set the portal like across, so you can like basically like skip through the entire map using your portal and just like flank the shit out of them. And like if you played a team that like wasn't communicating, like you just like fuck with them, and it would just be like. I just want to put for context for all of our uh, listeners that whenever Ethan would play Overwatch, he would only play Mercy and then literally scream as loud as he could <laughs> constantly. And so when he says communicating, he means yelling into the headset. Someone is say, on that on no, no, on that point. On that point. On that point. That's not my fault. No. No, listen, on that point, me, me, Patrick, and Logan all have our microphones set to normal levels. I have turned Ethan's microphone down to 70% in preparation for this episode. My point is, my point is, is that I have not played Overwatch 2 with the same, like, competitiveness as we were playing Overwatch 1. And you can mock my competitiveness or whatever. But it was- well, to be fair, what you did say was that you were playing with new players, right? No, 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 hundred percent. No, no, People who have never- like, I, I haven't, I haven't, yeah. done that, so I haven't experienced it yet. That, that's my point. I, my friends definitely adjusted better with the five and five component. Like it was noticeably yeah. less chaotic, and I could tell with the tanks. Like I, everything you were saying was totally correct, and I understand someone like especially like these kids like my friends were i just told them to run soldier because like they didn't they didn't know any of the components and i was just like run. yeah just shoot yeah just shoot like and then we're picking it up and like starting to use their healing in better ways so they're healing teammates and stuff like that instead of just themselves like they're picking up on it but it was basically it was basically just a shooter for them and completely lacked the strategy and when i was playing too i didn't have a headset so like i wasn't really communicating with my other teammates as well um I would love to see more because that was pretty fun and it was definitely easily adjustable. I, I was I was concerned that maybe the five v five aspect wouldn't be as fun when you're a team. Like the chaos of it and like was kind of fun and unique for me. And kind of what I feel about this game is it's like like the five v five was noticeable, so I would like to see it more. But like it yeah. really, really does feel like the same game. And I love well, this. I mean, like, this I can touch. Could have been like like Fortnite dropped three v three squads instead of fours. You know what I mean? Like that could have been an, like a game mode on Overwatch One. You know what I mean? And I do yeah. just have higher. Like I understand all the shit that Blizzard's going through. Like I under like I I've heard it and like I don't want to like just jump over that. But like I just have a higher expectation. Like. Yeah, I, I can touch on. I can touch on. Like, figure your shit out. Like, either figure your shit out or like, don't drop Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, like I can't excuse mm-hmm. that shit. Like, that, this this shit could have been updates or like a um, game mode in Overwatch. You know, like I, I, I can. Yeah. Let, let me let me let me touch on a few things quickly. Um, on the five v five stuff specifically. I still feel overloaded sometimes in Overwatch. It's like, a fast-paced game nonetheless. Like, imagine Overwatch yeah, yeah. 1, bro. It was, it was yeah. um, I would sometimes... No, no, 100%. Um, I, and, like, from what I remember, because I played a little bit of Overwatch 1, right? And it's, like, from what I remember, like, I think I prefer the 5v5. I do think the 5v5, it's just nice having a little more space, like, physical space on the map, right? 
which shouldn't matter too much, but it did. But it, but it does. Um, so I think 5-5 five, five overall is definitely a good thing. As a newer player who doesn't really remember 6v6, like, I like 5v5. I don't feel like I've liked, like, anything is missing from it. Um, there's still plenty of chaos and like all that kind of stuff. In terms of Overwatch 2 as a sequel, I think when we think about game sequels, like, we got, we kind of got to put them into two separate categories. Because right? on the one hand, you've got, like, Red Dead Redemption 2 and, like, uh, like Destiny 2 and, like, whatever, where these sequels radically change from the first game. And, and it's the equivalent. Wait to talk about Halo. Or, like, but Halo radically changed or like, the game. Yeah. Right, Halo or God of War, Ragnarok, whatever. Like completely changing as well. Even if the custom games is right, these are right. When we when we think about sequels, we think about games that are a departure from the original that might keep the core mechanics or core story or world or whatever, but the games themselves are radically different. Like The Last of Us Two, The Last of Us Part One. Obviously, it's the same world, but the gameplay and the gameplay is sort of the same, but light years beyond what it was. But there's but like it's a radically different experience. But I think there's another class of sequel that Overwatch falls into, where the sequel isn't made because the game needs a sequel. The sequel is made because the industry and the company needs a sequel, right? Yeah, like, I was going to talk two, about that. Overwatch 2 exists not because Overwatch 1 needed an Overwatch 2. It exists because Activision Blizzard and gaming in general needed an Overwatch 2. No, but 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 that's a very valid reason to make a okay, sequel, right? It's a free. It's it's not like it's a sixty dollar game. Let's be clear. It's a free game, and all of your progress transfers. All Blizzard has done with this sequel, all they've said is we're going to make some minor adjustments to refine gameplay, and we're changing the monetization model. That's what Overwatch Two is. It's not. If it was a sixty dollar game, that'd be insane. Right? That, that's people, the would thing. Have ev- people would have every right to say this is fucking ridiculous, but it's not. Okay, that's, that's a free that's game. that's a fair point. I'll give you that because I get pissed. Right, I, and, I, and I think and I, and I think like part of it is the way Blizzard, like w- w- like on a very technical level, the way Blizzard advertised Overwatch Two was kind of scummy. Like there was a period of like a day where if you went on the PlayStation or Xbox Store and you searched up Overwatch Two. Instead of being brought to the Overwatch 2 page, you would immediately brought, be brought to the Overwatch 2 watchpoint pack, right? So a lot of people simply assumed that the game was $40 and they didn't read the fine print, right? You can, you can talk, say that, like, what you will, like, that's kind of like a weird thing, whatever. But at its core, gotcha. Overwatch 2 is a- <laughs> Gotcha, players. Yeah, but, like, Overwatch 2 is a free update. Like, it's a free update, all your progress transfers, and if you want to spend money, you have the Watchpoint pack, or you can buy the Battle Pass. I think where there is some serious argument to be made is that the progression in Overwatch 2 and the way it launched are kind of stupid, and I agree with that. Like, I look at Overwatch 2 the same way I look at Halo Infinite, right? Halo Infinite's multiplayer launched before single-player. And the multiplayer was, like, fine, and it did pretty well for a few weeks and then died off when people realized that the progression was non-existent. Like, we all played, or not, I mean, me, Eddie, and Logan all played Halo Infinite when it came out. None of us have logged on in months. Because 
I would play it. But like, the thing is, I would play Halo Infinite in the same way that I would play like Halo Three, though. Like, yeah, if like I, I wouldn't play it as a mainstay. I'm playing it because of Halo. I'm not playing it because it's a new. No, game. no, 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 no. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I think that's an unfair criticism. My my problem, and I, I think it's fair to say it's a free game. It's basically an update. And so, therefore, like, I can't be mad about this. And if you want to say that, that's that's totally fair. Halo does a really, really good job of this. And I think it's a little under the radar. Because I started playing Halo and Halo 3, so I can only speak to, like, the Halo 3 changes post then. But, like, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo Reach, Halo 3 ODST are insanely different games. And they also released some just pure campaign games as well. Like, they had a different campaign component, and they always introduced new, like, aspects of it, where they're completely different gameplays and completely different fight styles. Where the reason I would play Halo 3 is not because... I like, or because, like, I just am playing a different Halo game. I disagree, Logan. Halo Infinite's combat style, while they use similar weapons and, like, similar maps and you're all Spartans, is completely different from the other Halo games. Yeah. Not different enough that I distinguish them. Like, when I play COD versus when I play... No, I, I, no I, agree with, I, agree, I agree with Wagner. I agree. It's, it's real. It's different than Destiny 1. Like, I even... Yeah, well, radically. I think there's enough... Like, it's not radically different, but it's, like, a good balance where it's, like, the same... You're still playing Destiny, but it's a completely different, like, yeah. setup and stuff like that. And so, like, I think, like, Overwatch 2 should have been something more like Destiny 2. Or, like... No, I didn't know. I, I think that. that's so you, hard yeah, to say uh, yeah, with yeah, a class a with a hero-based shooter. Based shooter. Yeah, that's insane. That mean that Overwatch had to make all new heroes, all new maps, all new gamers. It's easy for they a game like Halo Best Two. That's insane. No, but I don't get insane. why people are so upset. Hold on, I don't yeah. get why. It, like the the biggest thing that I see online comes down to them naming it Overwatch Two. People being upset over that. Ethan, At the end of the day, it's the that's... name of the game. Yeah. Like, Ethan, it's, you, you understand. If you want to consider it Overwatch 2.0, consider it Overwatch 2.0. They're not. It's Fair. Ethan. Ethan, you understand that, that what you're saying? What what you're saying is that a game that came out for free should have had the same development work behind it as a game that would have been priced at $70 to $120. No, that, that's the thing that you're not considering. You might have. No, and the community probably 100%. That's if they made Overwatch else. 2 and it had a $60 price tag, nobody buys it. Not a single yeah, person. Really fair. Even I would flinch. I would have probably Patrick would buy it three times, and that would be all the people who buy <laughs> like, it. Like, I would buy it, but I would be like, I can't believe they're doing this. Yeah. But like, and, and this gets into the monetization stuff. So, from Overwatch One, which was a sixty dollars game, um, and had free cosmetics, loot boxes that you could earn through leveling up, uh, that basically give you a random chance every level of getting a cosmetic. To Overwatch Two, which is free to play, has a battle pass which costs ten dollars, and has a weekly store that updates with legendary skins that cost two legendary skins each week. They yeah. cost $20. That's the thing. The skins cost $20. People are outraged online over a $20 price tag for store legendaries. And maybe it's because it's like the first game that I actually care about the cosmetics in that has a battle pass system. Because I've played Valorant. I've played Apex. They have battle passes, but their cosm or actually Valorant's cosmetics are really good. Yeah. But they're $30 plus dollars. 
So like that that's the thing. I never played Fortnite. Um and Apex's cosmetics are terrible. They're so bad. Um so much. Their, but their I, sucks. Sorry. I did I did some research last night into major free-to-play games and the cost of their legendary cosmetics. So what I found out was that Valorant, which has it does have really high quality gun skins. Um, it's thirty plus dollars for each skins, often in bundles that cost like a hundred dollars. Um League of Legends is $15, Apex is 18 COD is 20 Fortnite is 16 CSGO is thousands of dollars, by the way, for, for a single skin. People, buy that People blow their life savings on CSGO. Um, and that that's just for the legendary skins. That's not even mentioning that in literally every game that I just named, except for Fortnite, you need to grind insane amounts to have access to all guns or all agents, legends, champions, operators, heroes. Why why does every game have a different name for their characters, by the way? <laughs> um and I that's that's what I don't think people are like Overwatch players, what I've learned is that after six years of playing, they're just insanely entitled where it's, they want everything to be for free. Not considering that if like you don't get to keep playing overwatch because nobody else is going to play it. If they don't ad adapt to the new monetization stand, uh, no problem with them. The new monetization monetization model that Fortnite revolutionized yes. when it came out and, so here's and that my issue. every every game every says. shooter game these days has. Every game. yeah so here's my issue here's my monetization thing and i recognize that like i can't really talk about this because i spend a hundred dollars a year on destiny the destiny monetization model is worse than everything but i still subscribe to it uh, but my issue with the overwatch expansion shit <laughs> yeah, I buy I buy I pay a hundred dollars a year for expansions, and then you have like silver and like the cosmetics. Like we're putting that shit on my parents' card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to like we don't need to go over because like 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 Destiny's been out. Like I bought Destiny in, like twenty fifteen, and it's now twenty twenty two, and like you could do the math on just expansions alone what that's cost me. Um, and I pre ordered Lightfall, so twenty twenty three. Like you could do the math. Um. But I think the issue with Overwatch is oh, the, 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 the reason why people don't really complain about Fortnite and any of those other games is because there was never an alternate track with monetization. But if you think about your per dollar, excuse me, if you think about your per dollar earners, in Overwatch 1, while yes, it was luck-based with loot boxes, you could also spend $5 and get four legendary skins if you were lucky enough, right? If you were lucky enough, yeah. If you were lucky enough, you, right? no, you, that, you, would, you would get zero, by the way. If you spent $5, like, looking at statistics, you would get zero. <laughs> no, probably, probably. But, but my, my issue with Overwatch 2 is I think the Battle Pass is a good idea, but I don't see the harm in doing Battle Pass plus loot boxes because I think spending $20 on a legendary skin when you have, what, 30 heroes in the game like that's the difference is like in something isn't something like destiny like yeah skins like, like legendary cosmetics for like guns and like your character or whatever it's like 10 bucks i think per per like the exotic yeah it's, it's 10 i looked it up yesterday yeah. yeah it's like 10 bucks 
but you only have three characters. And if you wanted to buy, and you also have in-game currency that you can only earn in-game that you can also use to buy those cosmetics. Like, I have a, like, it's called Bright Dust. Like, I have, like, a horde of Bright Dust in every event. I, like, buy the sets for every character, so I don't actually have to spend the money because I play the game enough when I don't have to. The problem with Overwatch is if you want to buy a legendary skin for any character, forget all of them, for just one character, you have to spend the money. There's no way to earn the, that particular legendary skin in-game, because the legendary skins in the shop and the Battle Pass legendary skins, correct from Rob Patrick, but they don't overlap, right? No, like, they I don't. Can't, they don't overlap. So if it, if it's so happens... Right, but the, but the difference with Fortnite is, A, the Fortnite legendary, the, the, the most iconic Fortnite skins are very specific to the person buying them. Like, it's not like there's like one, it, right? Like, certain people are going to buy the Superman skin. Certain people are going to... And that's... that's no, no, I, no. I fundamentally disagree with what you're saying. See, I think Fortnite has ta each skin is tailored to the consumer. The problem with Overwatch is if I think that Ana's legendary skin in the shop is really cool, I'd spend twenty dollars for that. No way around. It. Whereas if you had, if you did loot boxes plus battle pass, like I could spend twenty dollars for it, or I could maybe hope to get it through luck. I'm not saying it's a better system, right? I don't know what's a better system. But I sort of understand why people are upset when they previously had an ability to earn everything in the store in-game, and now they don't, right? That I kind of sympathize with. This might, in the long run, be better financially, because you have a very direct path of, okay, if I'm only going to buy one skin a month, right, if that's what you say for yourself, and a skin comes around and it's really cool, you buy it, you buy the skin, great, you're done. Right? That might work better in the long run. But I sort of sympathize with why people are upset, but I want to hear I want to hear your guys' response. Yeah. Well, I can understand it in the sense that I can put into context these people don't they they don't know as much as I do about the monetization like industry in games and the fact that if they they cuz you see people say like Man, if this monetization system, if this cosmetic system is what we're getting in exchange for Overwatch 2 being free to play, I would have rather it just had a box price. And, like, I can understand what they're saying, but they don't realize that if a game with development, like, modern development costs yeah. were to release with a fair box price, it would have to be over $100. This isn't me saying this. This is, like... There are there's extensive research on no, this. No, it's just like simple like 60, analytics. Yeah. No, this is yeah, why sixty dollar box prices price. do not cost. They do yeah. not cover the cost of modern day game development, and so like yeah. I can understand that they don't know that, but it's like it's still frustrating. Um, what I will say about in terms of getting loot boxes is, I would understand it in a certain context of. Right now, people are having to not only spend $20 for the new skins that release in the shop, but also the, the shop skins that are cycled through daily of old legendary skins from Overwatch 1 um, for new players that don't have those skins because everybody that played Overwatch 2 has like, or Overwatch 1 has like almost every skin at this point. Um, and what I would understand is every, you know, let's say, Every battle pass level or every every five battle pass levels or something that you progress through, give people a loot box, give people a couple loot boxes, 
that work within that pool of old Overwatch 1 skins. So that eventually they'll have all of those skins that people have from Overwatch 1 without having um without having to spend money for it, you know, assuming that they play a lot of the game because that's assuming that they care about the game enough to care about cosmetics. Um I would understand that. I I think it's unreasonable asking for a chance to just get just get skins for free. Like yeah. It, you look at so the the way that Apex events work is that they have a progression track of challenges specifically for that event and then eventually if you play enough during an event um you you get a single loot box for that event and that loot box isn't guaranteed to have a legendary it's not guaranteed to have anything and i get like that doesn't seem like a very good system to me i imagine that's a possible system to introduce but it doesn't I don't know, man. I just, I don't think that the monetization is as predatory as people are making it out to be. The only thing that I would like 100% understand is maybe a slight decrease in the cost, like $20 the to the, $18 the is, or something. Patrick, the problem is, is what happens when PvE comes out, right? Like if you want your, if you want to have, if you're a PvE player and you want to make your character look cool, what do you do? Because if, if you care battle. enough, if I think if you care enough that when that PVB comes out, you care a lot about having your customized character and all that, suck it up, pay twenty dollars. Like not everything in life is going to be handed to you. Not everything's going to be free. If it matters that much to you, and you're not willing to spend, you know, an hour's work, like an hour paycheck, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. You didn't care enough. Yeah, I just. Yeah. I I think Fortnite didn't just revolutionize it, but the way they did it, I think, was um, better, where they actually made... I, I disagreed with what Jordan was saying. They actually made some prestige around the Battle Pass skill. Yes. Whether it was actually doing it or just the media around the game, like, the fact that I have John Wick in Fortnite, like, me... Yeah, no, no. Rather, I was saying for the in-store skins. Not yeah, by that. the way, none of this is about the Battle Pass. To really quickly, really quickly touch on the Battle Pass, the Battle Pass is really fairly implemented in Overwatch. It's, yeah. it's $10 for some really cool cosmetics. The Genji Mythic skin, the Mythic skin system that they've introduced, which is basically a, a customizable skin, um, it, it's, it's really good. And for a $10 price yeah. tag, all the stuff you get is really fair. So just... The the people's main complaints are about the store stuff. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm. Um, yeah, I think I was gonna say the battle pass. I I agree with. I think that should be the model everywhere. Like I understand financially why it works. The in game incentive where it's like you get it, but you don't have to like you kind of have to grind unless you really really want to pay, and then you can get all the battle pass stuff. Um, but that ends up being like a a bigger price tag. Um, I get what people are saying about the store. Um. One thing for me about Overwatch, though, this is just a personal thing, but I never felt like Overwatch did a good job for me of motivating me to get cosmetics. Um, I never, I, I always felt like the gameplay style didn't attribute to um, cosmetics that well. Like, I think of games like Fortnite or Halo, where, like, in Halo 3, like, online, like, my head was on fire. Like, my physical head of my skin was on fire. Yeah. And 
the amount of times where that probably costed me my life, because it's really easy to snipe someone's head when it's on fire illuminating the surrounding area. Like, it gets really easy to headshot someone when their head is lit up on fire, right? But the coolness of having your head on fire and people being able to recognize that your head was on fire and to kill someone and have the camera, like, zoom out over your death and me to, like, like... I don't know what I say, teabag. Um, I forget where it works. But teabag someone. No, that's not okay. Like in Halo, we're like, even in Clash Royale, where like, you can clearly see the different skins of the characters and you can see the different skins of the towers and my emotes are different. Or uh, I didn't even know Clash Royale had skins. Dude, speaking of Clash Royale, has anybody played this Marvel uh, card battler? It's so good. I've played it. It's so good. I've been grinding anyway, this let shit. Ethan finish. Let There's Ethan finish. Yeah, 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 something yeah, about Fortnite's gameplay, too, where you could see a John Wick coming, which was, like, scary or, like, any of the battle passes. I never felt like, and Logan was nodding to this, I never felt like Overwatch's chaotic style. I never even recognized people's skins. And I had a legendary skin, and I would set it. Like, I had a sick, like, Halloween, like, limited time event, like, Mercy, where, like, she's looking good and, like, I'm looking good. like you know like like it was it was dope to have that sick ass Halloween legendary mercy skin and I'll always remember it like I always ran it and it was dope to have it and like anyone who played me in Overwatch like especially as the years went on would like recognize that oh okay this guy's been playing for like a while I guess maybe but like I never really maybe I didn't play enough Overwatch I never felt like it was one of those games that lends itself to cosmetics that well and I was kind of surprised like how big the outrages over the store um i think yeah i i'm the outrage definitely got blown way I, out of position I, I, like my problem because um, i just told me like I, it's just not that TV bad aspect of it um i just i think it was a huge mistake launching pve and pvp separately like that i think is honestly the biggest mistake because you look at halo and the reason why both sides of halo are dead is because they launch separately because at the end of the day you only get one launch and like whether overwatch once like like halo said oh this is just a beta the real launch is like gonna be in like a couple months you only get one launch also right? i do feel like overwatch p overwatch pve is gonna come out and it's gonna be like like, it's going to do so much worse than it otherwise would have had they delayed Maybe it's just an attention. But I believe that wholeheartedly. It's just, it feels like games now a little bit um, have the problem where I don't know if we're ever going to see games with this, like, lasting impact and lasting relevance as we used to. Which is, uh... I really, I, I don't know, man. Like, Halo Infinite... You I think that you, you mean for multiplayer or single forever. Player? Like this is going to be Halo forever. Like we're going to constantly update it. Like this is Halo. It's going to be big forever, and it's not that. Dude, look at Destiny. Dude, let at let Destiny. me yeah. Let me ask you just a genuine question about Halo. What was being added to Halo post launch? Like what incentive? What new content? Cosmetics. Cosmetics and maps. Aside, was there? Yeah. Okay. So just maps, were, basically. Map, maps. Advertised yeah. was like they were going to never create another new Halo game and just constantly give yeah. these big like yearly updates to it. No, I understand no, it, that. I'm just saying if yeah, those yeah. 
in terms of actual new content, we were supposed to get a whole bunch of PvE stuff, but for PvP, it was supposed to be cosmetics and, like, like probably new weapons and like, like, they hadn't announced it yet because it wasn't created, but the whole idea was, like, okay, if we're getting big PvP designs, changes, they're gonna be within Halo. And we might still get that. Like, there might be giant, yeah. we might come out here. Well, let's be clear. I mean, let's be fair. Halo Infinite was advertised. It was advertised as a Destiny competitor. Yeah. It's not, but that's what it was advertised as, right? Another massive live service game that could try to challenge Destiny and siphon off players. It failed, but that's what it was advertised as. I think, I th- I think t- to Wagner's point, part of the reason why we aren't seeing a lot of like long-standing games is because the industry has become so consolidated. Like there's a reason why since 2017 we've had five Destiny Killers launch that just didn't do anything, right? Division two, Borderlands three, Anthem, Avengers, Halo. None of those games. Is a Destiny Killer? No, but it's another looter shooter with with who remembers no, but Anthem. Anthem was <laughs> Anthem was a game. Yes, no. But Anthem, Anthem, Outriders, Marvel Avengers, and Halo Infinite were, and De- Division 2 were all advertised to be no, competitors no, with Destiny. Can't, you can't say that because no. Halo Infinite. Marvel Avengers was not. No, you can, you can absolutely say No, just because a game has, like, raid bosses doesn't mean it was advertised Patrick, as a Destiny. If, if you're. Dude, dude, I. Okay, same, fine. Maybe not you Marvel. You can't say Avengers. that Pokemon Sword and Shield was advertised. Fine. Maybe not Marvel's Avengers, but you can absolutely say that yeah, Anthem, the Division 2, and Outlander. That's, they're just... Are you out of your mind? What do you think Anthem was supposed to be? Anthem might have been. Are you in... Say with the Division 2. Let's be clear. I, I don't know shooter anything games, about Division 2. Okay, let's be clear. For shooter games with multiple abilities, endgame PvE bosses, and loot in an open-world setting. Of course they're advert. What are you doing? Well, you guys are just ignoring... It's the type of long-standing... Like, like you never thought that, like, Division 2 was going to be, like, the last Tom Clancy game. You know what I mean? Like, that's how Halo Infinite is. That's how Destiny 2 is. You're you're getting way too granular. You're getting way too granular. That is what the Destiny Killer is. It's like a really fucking granular thing. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No, it's not. No, it's not. I I promise you, you are getting too granular. All Destiny Killer refers to is a game that tries to replicate what Destiny. That's a little question. (laughs) But the, no, no. But that's the point. Destiny's right? dead, bro. It's done. <laughs> right, Destiny's dead. Play Destiny too. I don't even know. Yeah, Dude, yeah. We, it's it, over one point six. It's it's over one point six million yeah, players. People still it's play. One of the. It's one of the most played games in the world. Um, my point is, the pro- like the problem with Halo Infinite is well, there's a lot. But getting back to Overwatch two, and then we should talk about COD, and then wrap up because we've been we doing this for two hours. I do we, I don't think we need to talk about COD, other than the oh. fact that I'm already better than you at it. No, that's bullshit. That is some absolute bullshit. I can probably but, pick up a controller and play it for the first time and be better than you, but that's because it's COD. Right, but it's my first COD listen, game. Listen, COD is the new COD. I'm saying the new COD is good, but it no. Yeah, the new COD is really good, I but it be does gamer, have COD. Listen, that doesn't make say, any sense. I just want to say the new COD is really good, but it also has the worst game mode in any COD ever. Uh, which Patrick and I played. It is, it is not, even, not only is it the worst game mode in any COD, it might be the worst game mode in any game. 
ever. Um, be a dope yeah. game mode. A really cool game mode. What? I think Overwatch needs a battle royale. <laughs> Dude, how would what? you do that? How would you do that? What? How would you go in? How would you pick Mercy? <laughs> you have like Bastion running around like a field, and then he just like sets up his turret. Like, wouldn't that be so fun? Like an Apex, but like. What, what are you like hunting for? What are you like looting? But you get to pick Overwatch characters instead of. Uh... But what are you looting? In Apex, you loot guns. What are you looting in, in Overwatch Battle Royale? Funniness points. It's the metaverse. <laughs> We're making the metaverse with Overwatch shoe like characters. In like little gadgets. You cannot um, only Anyway. This is what I was expecting just, from just a, I was expecting it like a battle. No, but like, to cap it off, what I, what I meant when I brought up the Halo question in the first place was, I think Overwatch 2, if, if the live service model, if the battle pass and the store model bears fruit and people are buying it and they're putting out quality cosmetics and people are interested and people are playing it, it's definitely a game that could last a long time because I, you to, have I would the, consider it similar the new because the the system that they have of implementing new heroes and uh, like new maps is part of halo but new heroes isn't and that's like a really significant thing in overwatch is people waiting on the next hero update waiting to see what role the character is going to be how that changes the meta and all that, like that's just not a part of games like Halo, and so I don't think that's yeah. a, a fair comparison. The problem is, is also as bad as the Overwatch Two monetization is, as as bad as people think it is, the Halo Infinite monetization and progression is the worst progression system I have ever seen in a so, game. Like that, just so you understand, in Halo Infinite. It's not that you spent twenty dollars for a legendary skin. It's you would spend ten dollars for paint that would go on your helmet. Meaning, if you wanted to buy a full set of paint, you had to spend like a hundred dollars. And it wasn't like that That's was a like money the move. And it wasn't like the base paint. That was like making the, the big the bucks. <laughs> that was like to get the fire skull in Halo Three, and how hard it is to get the fire skull. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Nobody cares. Like, Halo Infinite died jet because it had the worst monetization in any game ever. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, Fine. no, that, that was my last I thing, was when you say that, like, launching PvP and PvE separately is, like, a, a doom signal, the bell tolling for Overwatch 2, you're just not considering how different Overwatch 2 and Halo are in terms no, no, of the no, new content not, they are capable of producing. It's not the bell tolling for Overwatch 2, right? Like, I, I think that's kind of, like, that's ridiculous. But I do think that the Overwatch 2 PvE launch will be much worse that's than fair. it otherwise would have been. That's probably true. Um, but I, I think yeah. it depends. I think PvE, the, the people who are hardcore PvE gamers that are going to keep coming back to PvE instead of, like, playing through it once. Like, I enjoy PvE, but I, I play through it once, and that's typically enough for me. Um, I don't, think it, will, I don't think it'll deter too many of those people who are, like, really hardcore PvE yeah. gamers. No, I'm sure of it. By Wagner, have you started uh, Spider-Man? I have not played any Spider-Man. Okay, I have that's access. it. Um, yes. By Wagner, I'm in my life. Oh. Yes, play Spider-Man. It is such a good game. It's so good. Um, I think the variety episode actually worked well. Like, I think we actually did a good job with this. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, we should like keep. We should keep this in mind. Like, it's definitely too long. This could have been two episodes, three episodes. Bad. We'll do it in part three. Until the rest of the season. When does the rest of the season drop? 
know. But we could do like a- uh, yeah, we should wait for it. No vent. It's like no, no, no. We should wait. No, no, no. Are we no, doing no, a My Hero just... Academia season six? <laughs> wait, is that dropping? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Actually, it wait, dropped. wait, Loki. Are you all gonna see Black Panther like roughly when it comes out? No. I have no idea. I uh, I mean, I'm gonna try to see it, but because I'm seeing it open, I think we should just make our next episode. Black I don't know when Black Panther's coming out. Nor do I know the when is it even November coming. November 11th. Out? November 11th. It's next week. November 11th. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. That is not next week. That's minimum two weeks. I next see it. Ah, I'm seeing it opening night. Uh, oh, we can. I mean, we can figure out what we want our next scene to be. See. Uh, we'll figure it out. But this yeah. what the MCU's kind of turning. We should do Rick and Morty. Probably. No, the MCU. What the MCU? A lot of it's bad. But we'll find that. Is it because we're really getting good. older? Or is it because the MCU's getting ass? No, no. The quality is going downhill. Yeah, what it is? It's the quality is going downhill because you can't make fifteen projects a year at the same quality that you made two. Yeah. Like you just can't. You can't do it. That's the That's thing. Andor is really good. Andor is fantastic. Really good. Some of my friends watched. You should Andor watch Andor. Good. I heard Tales of the Jedi is terrible. No, Tales of the Jedi is not terrible. It was solid. It's, like, it's okay. short. I, heard I it was... didn't even watch the original season of The Mandalorian. Like, I'm so bad. I am not as big on The Mandalorian. I, I mean, that's... Yeah, Mandalorian, it's fine. Mandalorian isn't the great... It's not God's gift to Star Wars, but it's it's good. Obi-Wan is really good. Obi-Wan sucks. No, Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan does not suck. No, I can't believe no. you... And then projected on the entire series. No. Dude, dude, and, and first... one like pretty good fight scene, like the best part Patrick, of the show. Easily, that's such an insane, but not thing. even close it's to not... where Jordan has it. Patrick, you you just again you don't have a soul. It comes back to you don't have a soul, and so when like no, scene, it's just that I read. All right, I'm I'm gonna no. say it, and then we're gonna and and then we're gonna you're gonna close out the podcast. I'm gonna say it. it's just that I recognize that Star Wars Rebels did the same fight scene better. <laughs> Guys, that is a wrap on this week's episode of Excelsior Unlimited. Uh, that is a crazy one in the podcast, but yeah, that's it. That's a wrap. Uh, I will. We will see you all next time. Thank you all for tuning in. Bye-bye.